Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Pittsburgh Steeler fans, it is time once again for another edition of Know Your Enemy. My name is Michael Beck, your deputy editor behind SteelCurtain.com, and I'm joined as with my co-host as always, one Mr. Jeffrey Benedict. Jeffrey, how are you doing tonight, sir? It's Browns week, man. How can how can you not be doing great on Browns week? Yeah, you know what? There's a little bit more pep in my step, too. I'm sure you could, uh, you could feel that in the intro. But as always, we do have a special guest with us to break down this Sunday's game. Uh, George Thomas from the Akron Beacon. George, how are you doing tonight, sir? I'm fine, thanks. How are you? Uh, doing this is quite week you well. You guys are normally used to beating the hell out of the team, right? <laughs> In years past, I think most Steelers fans are probably a little more on the scared side uh, considering what happened in the playoffs. But I guess my first question to you, George, is considering that last game, is the vibe different now between uh, the, the, the supporters in Cleveland uh, going into this game? You know what? I'm I'm one of these weird writers who don't pay attention to fans. <laughs> Good for you. I, <laughs> I wish it was that easy. I do not. It, it's 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 something I learned to do because you either agree with them and you're the greatest guy in the world. You level mild, and I'm sure you guys understand this. You level some criticism at, at the team, and all of a sudden you're the biggest a hole on the planet. And it's like. Therefore, I just do my thing, and you sit, you listen to some, some sports talk radio, and I'm sure you guys listen to some sports talk. I can only go by what I hear there, and and generally speaking, Browns fans have more from, uh, what's the best way to put this, from 
the Browns fans are arrogant now. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that. I feel that. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I, I I could lie, but no, they're 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 definitely arrogant. Yeah, it's 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 like that little brother syndrome. You finally get your first win against your big brother, and you think you've conquered the world. Uh, that's basically it. Yeah, I think they objected um, the little little brother comparisons. <laughs> well, for the uh, for the last you know what twenty years, or, yeah, or so, that's the, fair. the Browns the Browns haven't really been. Like, Anything at least for Ben Roth, most of Ben Roethlisberger's career, this hasn't even been. Yeah, close. Ben pointed that out in his press conference today, didn't he? Yes, he he, yes. he, he threw some major shade. I I I, I saw it. It's like, oh my. <laughs> well, I, I took the stance. I took the stance when last season ended the way it did and how badly he played, losing to the Browns. That people were like, "Oh, is Ben Roth going to retire?" I'm like, "No, he's not going to retire. Not with that being his last game. He will not have." his last game be a loss to Cleveland. Ben Roethlisberger is not going to walk away that way. And so I think this game actually takes on special meaning because Ben Roethlisberger kind of needs that. He needs to beat Cleveland again. He denied that today. He I, I know. Point blank. If, if that's why he came back and he denied it. I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. believe it. I don't believe it either. He's so used Those... to, to beating up on the Browns that it's like almost second nature to him. So I, yeah. I think he's got a little bit left to prove. I, it makes you wonder if there's just a picture of Kellen Winslow up in his locker, just like, that's the guy you took over me, Cleveland. And just that's just one of his reminders. But uh, speaking of that, the, the quarterbacks in this game, what is going on with Baker Mayfield and Case Keenum? Who should we expect under center for the Browns? Because it seems totally up in the air. Well, I, that's going to be dependent on practice. If you're going by who spoke – for the media availability today, it's going to be Baker Mayfield. If Baker Mayfield feels like he can go, he's going to go. It, it's that simple. He's a damn it about that. He says it's really nobody's choice but his, and I'll be honest with you, you know, he sounded the same way last week prior to the Denver game. So it kind of caught the Cleveland media off guard when they announced the next day that that um, that uh, Case Keenum would be starting, so the the same thing could be happen. Ha- same thing could happen, but I wouldn't. You know, I think I think he understands the importance of this game. I think he understands the importance of a reignited rivalry. So you know, he he went to Oklahoma. He gets rivalries certainly. So. I let, let's let's go with Baker, but don't be surprised if, if Case Keenum shows up. Absolutely. Uh, here here at our site, we have a few we have a few people, and there's a lot of Steeler fans too uh, out there that that really don't like or really have much respect for Baker Mayfield as a player, and and there's a decent sentiment going around that there are are, are people who would rather see. Baker Mayfield play this game than Case Keenum, even a healthy Baker Mayfield, because they believe that that gives the Steelers a better chance to win. Uh, what what is the difference for for Steeler fans out there that don't that you know are, are sitting here listening to these people talk about Baker Mayfield like that? What what is the difference with Baker Mayfield? What does he bring that's special uh, to the quarterback position for Cleveland? Special. 
Interesting question. Um, if you could bottle toughness, moxie, that kind of, those are his intangibles. Toughness. The, the guy never gives up. And, you know, people can criticize all he wants, but he's the type of quarterback that's built for the city of Cleveland in Northeast Ohio. Northeast Ohio, like Pittsburgh, appreciates tough. Um, and I'll be honest with you, even, even here, he's kind of divisive to the fan base. There, there, I, I couldn't put a percentage on him, but there are plenty of people who'd be happy to see him gone from here. And I don't necessarily think that's fair because, number one, he's injured right now. This was going to be his prove-it year. And he's not really going to get an opportunity to prove it until probably next year, given the nature of that injury. Now, one of the other big injuries, obviously, that uh, we've heard a ton about this week is Nick Chubb. He's getting back on the practice field. Obviously, a, a huge impact when he's when he's on the field, one of the best running backs in football, especially behind that offensive line. Do you uh, anticipate him playing? I know he's getting reps, but he, he, he kind of seemed to be on the fence when he's talking with media. Uh, I guess it would have been on uh, Tuesday. It uh, didn't seem like he, he knew exactly what was going on, possibly mind games, but uh, do, do you get the sense he's going to go on Sunday? Uh, yeah, he, he spoke today, and they all play mind games. Come on. They're, they're, they're not good. I hate gamesmanship. College football coaches do it to an extreme. Pro football players do it as well. And I, if I had to bet, if Nick Chubb's practicing, and he said that there were, were no really after effects after practicing yesterday, um, if he's practicing, he's playing. It's that simple. Who, who else are – are there any other key players that are returning or out that, that Steeler fans might not be aware of that they need to they need to look at for this game and say that, that's a change, a big change in Cleveland for this game? Well, Jack Conklin is back at right tackle. That's huge, okay. especially for the run game, which is, is – the Browns are a running team. I don't know what's going on with Jarvis Landry at this point. I think he uh, – may have re-injured something um, in the Denver game. He took a really bad fall at one point. And I wasn't at practice today, so I, I don't know if he hit the field or, or, or not. Odell Beckham Jr. is up in the air still, I think. Um, you know, uh, on offense, that's it. I think our defense are relatively healthy normal nicks and bruises and, and things like that. Um, I'm running through positions in my head. Okay. Sorry, guys. No, that's <laughs> fine. Um, you know what? Jeremiah Wusu-Koromoa yeah. will be out. And I, I, the dude can ball. I mean, he was he was on Defensive Rookie of the Year pace, as far as I was concerned. Duke can ball, and he made a difference in that defense because he could use be used interchangeably in so many different uh, different roles. So he'll he'll be out, and I he's on IR. Kareem Hunt is still out at running back. That that makes a significant difference because unlike Chubb, um, offensively, Kareem Hunt is as much of a, a receiving threat as he is a, a, a rushing threat. So there we go. 
One of the guys you mentioned in there is Odell Beckham Jr. And of course, I know he's been battling that labrum injury uh, for years now, according to him. But on top of that, it seems like he's just fallen out of favor in this Browns offense. Even when he's in the lineup, he's not getting the targets that he was kind of used to in New York. What's the deal there? Does he just not fit the system or is there something else going on that it just doesn't seem to make a whole lot of sense to me? Um, number one, like, like I said, running offense primarily. When you got Nick Chubb and, and, and Kareem Hunt eating up chunks of yardage, you know, the passing game is going to be a secondary thought. And, it, you know, even Dearness Johnson last week showed that if you give him the opportunity – He's going to pile up large yards behind that offensive line. Secondly, the is Kevin Stefanski likes to use a lot of tight ends in the passing game. They kept four on the roster, and they use three. So um, that could have a lot to do with it. And you know they they. I don't know what it is beyond that. Those are the two things that make sense to me, knowing the type of offense it is. So, yeah, you could call it scheme, I guess. But but Odell Beckham Jr. is still a threat. He really is. Um, he still draws double teams. They Defenses know where he is on the field. So I don't think that's changing anytime soon, especially if he plays. You talked about the Browns' tight ends. Uh, they brought in a, a pretty good one last year, and they they have some they have some good players this year. Who who are their best tight ends, and what do they what do they bring to the game? Austin Hooper starts um, standard tight end blocking, nice hands. Um, he's not going to run out outrun most guys. You know what I mean? Harrison mm-hmm. Bryant is. A little bit leaner, not as not as built, not as physical, but has shown he could have dependable hands. He's a second second year player out of uh, UCF. The one who's been a enigma until recently during his um, time in Cleveland is uh, David Njoku, and he's starting to come around now. The nice thing about Njoku is he has the size. His hands until recently have been iffy. This is literally the guy who'd make the toughest possible catch he can and drop the easy ones. It hasn't been that way this year. He had a a, a career game against the, uh, I want to say San Diego, but I won't, Los Angeles (laughs) Chargers a few weeks back where he just put out a display of what he can actually do. And... um, there's the one you have to, to look out for because he's got not quite as fast, but he's got some wide receiver skills. And he took a, a pass against the Chargers, 70-plus yards for a touchdown. So Njoku can be dangerous. Yeah, no, absolutely. And that's something the Steelers are going to have to take uh, definitely into consideration of. But – and going back to the San Diego thing, a couple weeks ago when the Steelers played the Raiders, I was calling them Oakland all week long. So n- no worries. All this movement is just really screwing with all of us. But uh, but see, that's a really tough one because it's Oakland, Los Angeles. Oakland, Las Vegas. Las Vegas. <laughs> oh. 
Yeah, too much movement, really. But uh, back to the Brown stuff here. This offensive line seemingly went from kind of a like a fledgling unit a couple of years ago to one of the best, if not the best, offensive lines in football. How did that all come together, and are they still performing at that that high rate of uh, success? Two words, Bill Callahan. I mean, he's he's been regarded for a long time as the best offensive line coach in the NFL. And um, <laughs> I'll give um, the Browns owners credit, and you guys might know a little bit about him. He'll 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 spend the money. And, you know, when Stefanski came in, he wanted Bill Callahan. He got Bill Callahan. There's there's a glue that's holding that offensive line together. I mean, let, let's go back to last year's playoff game, okay? They played a guy who they basically signed off the street named Blake Hans on that line and got him ready to go against the Steelers. That's Bill Callahan. Um, Wyatt Teller, white right guard is nasty, just nasty mean. Um, JC Treader, who's president of the NFLPA, is just underappreciated and steady, very brainy guy, very intellectual guy. Same with Joel Batonio at left left guard, another very intellectual guy with a little bit of nastiness to him. The the, the nice thing about uh Batonio is He's all business. He knows what he's doing. Confidence. And I I consider him the anchor of that line. Jedrick Wills is having a rough year, primarily because of injury. I think the Browns think he's getting over the ankle injury that he he, he suffered against the Kansas City Chiefs. He hasn't been the same since. And, you know, once he's back to it, I think you're going to see them playing at a level where they were last year. The problem is they've given up a lot of sacks this year. Rushers are getting to Baker Mayfield. They haven't been able to keep them clean. So I think once Wills is healthy, once Conklin is healthy, he missed the last two games. I think you're going to see that line playing the way they know they can. I want to bring up a player uh, who – has has done really well for the Browns in spurts and and really came on the last two games. Uh, Donovan Peoples Jones. What what's the story with him? Uh, he he's from Michigan. You see that back there? Yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm from Michigan. I'm a, I'm a University of Michigan fan, so no, I, 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 mean, I love him. <laughs> he he came on strong in training camp, and again going back to scheme. Wide receivers don't get a lot of balls. When he's been given his opportunities, he's shown up. Unfortunately, last week during warmups, he injured his groin. So I don't know what his status is for this week just yet. But the potential is there for him to be really, really, I don't want to say dominating, but very good. And and this is a kid who lasted – Till the sixth round last year, I forgot the Michigan stuff when they drafted him. So, (laughs) (laughs) oh, that's good stuff. To flip over the other side of the ball here, um, of course, Miles Garrett is probably if if it's not Aaron Donald, it's probably Miles Garrett is the biggest freak of nature in the NFL. Just chiseled out of granite. You look at the guy; he's just an absolute monster, and then he's a freak on the field. 
is there any way you can stop this guy or is he at that level where it's like you just got to contain him you, you just can't let the game get away from you and let miles garrett completely take over is that the level of player he's kind of become now can i ask you a question first absolutely is pittsburgh nation still ticked at him <laughs> a bit a bit <laughs> some people yeah some people so, are some and, people are outfits, so don't forget <laughs> um is there any way to stop him well you know i'm not a homer i i, I i'm 98 objective but i i think the nfl and offensive lines have figured out that the only way to stop him is to a hold him or b and this is no exaggeration we've seen three guys on him at a time. That's how much of a freak he is. He's absolutely a freak of nature. That's the way you stop him. You you hold him and pray that you don't get called for holding him. I mean, I forget who it was. Somebody counted in the press box one night how many times he was held. And they, they came up with 10 passing plays in a row that he was held on. And they were all legit. That's the only. That's the only way. Yep. That's hey. how good he is. <laughs> when I'm not doing this, I'm a D2 football offensive line coach. So thankfully, I don't have the game plan against any freaks like that. But even going to this game, I get some cold sweats thinking about how do you stop someone this fast and strong? It just it doesn't make any sense. He's an absolute machine. Well, and 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 Ben Roethlisberger gave him gave him legitimate props today. He wasn't being sarcastic. No. <laughs> he wasn't stupid if he was. But he, he he was genuinely impressed with 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 Garrett. So absolutely, absolutely. How is uh, Jadavion Clowney fitting in to the Browns' defense? I want to give a little uh, more to that because. I've always compared Jadeveon Clowney to, to former Pittsburgh Steeler outside linebacker Bud Dupree as being two guys who are freakish athletes that that create really can create problems for defenses, but they for offensive you know blocking, but they don't seem to produce a lot, and, and, and they're not they're not consistent producers. And yet here with the Steelers with T.J. Watt on the other side of him, Bud Dupree was very valuable. And I, and I looked at Jadavion Clowney going to be next to Miles Garrett, and, and a lot of people saw the same. We're saying the same thing: is this could be a guy who kind of takes some pressure off Miles Garrett just because of his athleticism, his size, and his strength. Has that panned out? Is he kind of a good complement to Garrett, or or is he still finding his way? He's a good complement to Garrett. Now I'll, I'll give you pr- some perspective on 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 something. I, if I'm not mistaken, Clowney didn't have a sack last year yep. at all. Numbers aren't great, but 3.5 sacks through, what is what Seven game games is now, yeah. This, this is week eight. <laughs> yeah, okay. That's respectable. Yeah. And, yeah, and, and, and he, the attention Miles Garrett gets has freed up him to produce more and where's value really lies. And, you know, I was skeptical about the signing because of the sack production. You know, that that's the first thing you're, you're looking at on an edge guy, obviously, but I kept hearing how effective he are. He is in rush defense and it says advertised. So you, you blend the two, marry the two and he's yeah. Nice, very nice. 
and a compliment to Miles Garrett. So, of course, the big two names there on the D-line, but what is it looking like inside that front and those D-tackles? Is there space to run the ball there? Can, can the offensive line find some success in uh, pass pro? Uh, outside of the big two, obviously, what is it like? What are we looking at, and uh, what will the Steelers need to do to contain those D-tackles? Uh, the Malik brothers. Uh, one who has redeemed his career and uh, the other who's a wily vet. Um, contain them? They've been impressive. Um, matter of fact, it's it, it, everybody's been uh, surprised that uh, Malik McDowell has uh, been able to come in and earn, earn a starting job. Um, I don't know that you can contain him. Um, I just think they complement one another so well that um, they're at the point where they're reading one another. That's the best way to put it. And, and it shows up on the field. All right. Uh, if there is a place on the Cleveland Browns defense where the Steelers could have some success attacking, where, where would that be? How's Ben's arm? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <I'm, clears throat> the Browns have been able to put it together once defensively in an all-around effort. That's against Chicago. And they looked superb because they were able to rush the passer. They had coverage, everything. They've been inconsistent. And the reason they've been inconsistent is miscommunication in the secondary. Um, you know, this mini buy that they're coming off of, the way Kevin Stefanski put it, and I'm, I'll take him at his word because this is what they did during the buy last year, the actual buy. They do a self-evaluation during the period and go about fixing their problems. Defensively, that's the number one problem. Denzel Ward has been in and out of the lineup because of a neck injury, and um, he's dealing with a hamstring injury right now. Um, there have been times the Browns' defensive backfield has just been toast. Uh, two miscommunications against the Chargers, glaring, glaring. What was it, Mike Williams so open? that he could have uh, flown in in a jet and caught the ball with no problem. I mean, it's it's that's the, the number one problem for the defense. And right now missing Jeremiah Owusu-Koromoa. Now, you just mentioned one of the rookies. Uh, I'm, I'm curious how Greg Newsom has uh, been doing that first-round pick. Uh, can, you, can you tell us about uh, old Greg? Um, started off great. Um, was injured, missed a couple days, couple games. Was it two or three? Two, because he didn't go on IR. He missed a couple games, and when he got back, it looked like he was shaking off some rust. So we're going to chalk it up to rust, and think he'll, and I think he'll be back to where he was the start of the season before the the calf injury that put him on the sideline. But he's during that that time, he looked like the real deal. Okay. 
if the Steelers can't stop the Browns running game, is there any chance of beating Cleveland? This is the Browns Steelers. How the heck are you asking me a question? Like no, I'm like, cause because we just we just the Steelers just gave up, like had a horrible game against you know Alex Collins from the Seattle Seahawks, where we couldn't stop them running at all. We had to like totally sell out against the run just to keep him from tearing us apart. And we're facing this week. I mean, they're middle of the road run team in the NFL. Cleveland's number one in the NFL for yards per carry and yards per game. But see, I don't look at this game like that because, again, the rivalry's been reignited. I, you know, I don't know how old you guys are. Well, Michael, you look like you could be my son. But <laughs> yeah. twenty-five. You know, <laughs> I remember watching the Super Bowls with Bradshaw and and Lin Swan and and Stallworth. You know, and I weird stuff happens in these games. I mean, they're. I could the the Browns run all over them and and lose? Sure, they could, because it's a Brown Steelers game. Would I bet that that happens? Probably not. To answer your question, but I, if if I'm gambling, I don't touch this game. <laughs> I just, I just don't. It, it's it's unpredictable. I mean, you know how old I – I remember, was it Lambert or Ham slamming oh, a Browns player? In, it was He slammed Brian Sipe into the sideline. I remember watching when my grandfather, when Turkey Joe Jones of the Browns slammed Terry Bradshaw into the turf on his head, something mm. that would get him kicked out of the league these days. That's, so, you know – I don't even remember being penalized. I'd have to go check that. There, weird stuff happens in this game, this is my point. Just freaky, weird stuff. <laughs> I have one more question related to players in this game here. This one specifically about Grant Delpit. Of course, he tore his Achilles before he could even have a rookie year last year. Played a little bit this year. Uh, how has he looked? Does he look like someone that's come back from a major ankle issue? Or what's uh, what's he looking like? Uh, he's getting better with each game. So, you know, he had a sack against, oh, damn. I, I can't remember who he had a sack against. But, you know, they, they like to use him in in blitzing situations. Um, he's been decent in coverage situations. So he's fitting in nicely. He's been able to show at times what he can do on the field. Excellent. Now, we always like to end our segments here with our guests by asking a final score prediction uh, to completely put you on the spot. I don't give those. <laughs> okay. I, I don't. I cover the Akron Zips. every t- Anytime I talk to somebody, well, it's the Akron Zips, so you know it's going to happen there. But <laughs> anytime I, I, I do this, I'm, hey, I don't do predictions. Predictions can make you look like an uninformed idiot. So... <laughs> Uh, maybe there's a lesson in that for me isn't that right jeffrey (laughs) (laughs) my my predictions are terrible so i'm not one to talk fair enough um georgia thank you so much for your time this evening we really appreciate you having having you come on not a problem thanks for having me guys
Hopefully it's Thank a good you. game. Thanks. Uh, thanks again. Um, so for everyone that's watching uh, with us right now on YouTube and Facebook, uh, you can hang tight. Uh, we'll flip over to our second and a half uh, in just a moment. But if you're listening on the podcast platform, you'll have to click over to part two right now. Guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me. And you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.